0: Welcome to Good to Geek Out. Good place to go to Geek Out. Yeah, go there. I'm going to go there today. Boys, (laughs) episodes five and six today. Uh, (laughs) Editor San Antonio, ready to cover the Seth Rogen cameo. Seth Rogen.
1: Hey, Robert Strader from San Francisco.
2: Oh yeah! This is Glenn. This is Glenn from uh, Washington.
3: Night Thrasher J from L Los Angeles, California. All those stuck in the parts of Korea town.
4: This is Big Greg, aka Nino Brown from West
0: Hills. All right, TMD. Uh, yeah, all we, all we all got, we got. Huh? all we got. Um, Pop Claw, all she got was O.D. Right, uh, the. Uh, pew, pew, pew. There was a motif for, for this uh, first episode five. Uh, we For sure. It, it was, it was uh, the, the thing that I saw since Rob was so big on the motif last time. I was like, what's the motif here? Uh, love. So you got many variations of love in this whole episode. Uh, first, you have Popclaw getting told I love you by A-Train right before he kills her. Um, and then you get Homelander saying I love you to A-Train after he did what he had to do. And then from there, there's a lot of variations. Uh, there's um, the mom- Homelander and Madeline. Oh, for, that's the immediate love. Uh, yeah. There's Starlight and her mom. You know, trying to Starlight like, trying to tell her mom like, you know, what's going on, and she's like, "Well, you know, I, I invested in you this whole time," and so her love, parental love, and like that whole investment of parents becomes a question. Uh, Frenchie and the female who can't even communicate are somehow developing a bond and. Performing some kind of love and then like as you said (laughs) homelander is uh looking for love in all all the right places Mm. ezekiel
4: goes skiing oh ezekiel's ezekiel goes skiing yeah
0: and then uh tying into what you're talking about is also the love like religious love and like what religion makes you do and believe and say and all that machine that's behind religion and everything else um That kind of sums it up a little bit and you guys can jump wherever you want from there. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, and I think
1: that you make a really strong point in your observations and the way that the themes break down. We've learned enough about these characters where we actually care about them. So they've used a really good pacing of the story to have the emotional anchors that have developed actually have some weight when things happen. When the um, climaxes of all of these different types of love occur, you end up noticing the manipulation that's involved in all of them, and some of it is genuine, sincerely coming from a place of concern. However, to gain these achievements, they all end up uh, being handled in a different way, and the various types of love that you list are, are great because it does show all of the different forms. It does show all of the different forms that love can take and all the different ways that people want to receive love.
3: I mean, well, I was going to say about the infatuation. I mean, now it's turned into a bond because at first we're Frenchie and the females infatuation. And, um, yeah, I would definitely say that that you know, there's a machine. It, it, it shows that, uh, that there's a machine behind religion. You know, when it comes to like you know certain televangelists and stuff, it's, it, it's like the it's like these two episodes displayed that where you can get media and get people to believe in a certain religion or a church no one knows the machine that's running it and it actually you know shows you know projects that the faith that you uh you follow you know highly questionable
0: at best
4: perfect day example pat robertson
3: televangelist
4: just said that god told him that trump was the chosen one and he's going to win the election uh, so my homeboy hit me up cuz he knows that he knows that I believe and he's like Greg what you think about this and I'm like look nothing he's saying is biblical he's 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 not a magician he's a soothsayer he's a false prophet he's one of these dudes I, you know what I'm saying you got starving people in your sanctuary but you got a, you know what I'm saying you got a G5 jet right <laughs> you know what I'm saying come on that's that's not that's not biblical you know what I'm saying that's like it, it, this 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 guy he was like, but but so if Trump wins, do you owe him an apology? I'm like, no, I'm like, look, look, it's it's two candidates, really, right? It's if Trump wins, I mean, there's a there's a fair percentage that that might happen. That don't make this food Yoda, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it's it's funny because in these episodes, they 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 had a lot of religious overtones. You know, Homelander comparing himself to a god. You know what I'm saying? So much so that, you know, he even goes into the water and starts performing baptisms. Ezekiel, Ezekiel was the pastor out there. I could put, I could stretch my arms out and hug the entire world. This fool, evil is ill. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it, it was funny. Like they went about that and they made it about starlight and, and, and her belief. Eventually she starts to question God. And then, you know, um, and it didn't even, it didn't, believe it or not, the Christians didn't even take her movement over. You know who took her movement over? Women's live. When Ms. Lynn took her movie, her movement over, right? It was, It's. It's, so it's interesting how they, how they did it in these episodes and, and the directions they chose to go. I mean, they could have went some, even for this show, some uncomfortable routes, and I think they did a good job of of making it just uncomfortable and then moving on in, in different directions, so that you know, even though you know they got their point across, um, you, you know, you you wanted to stay. Uh, in the show, without it being too polarizing, right? Because, like I said, they could have gone all kinds of ways. I would have had this left, and you know, people would have been like, "Okay, now the show is political and all of this other stuff." But you know, they did a good job of touching on it, moving on, touching on it, moving on. They did that with a few points: um, religion, love, sexuality. You know what I'm saying? You got Ezekiel, you got got Queen Moth and her 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 chick. You know what I'm saying? They 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 touched on a lot of hot topics. You know what I'm saying? Like all all mixed into this gumbo, but they. They did a good job of mixing it up so like everybody wasn't wasn't getting sick and and, and seeing some sort of ulterior motive to the and, and political uh, agenda going on right? that, that's that's what I got from these two
1: episodes it uh nails our perception of love and again like I said how we give it and how we receive it and even on this deified divine level how it's happening but obviously there's these other things with the machinations behind the curtains, because people know that it's compound V and people know that this isn't a divine thing, but it's still for the greater good that the story's kind of going out. Uh, reminds me a bit of the Rick and Morty, like, no, 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 don't tell people his, his, his myth will, his, will live on better, you know, like, um, but then they do do these really dope jabs, like the angel character. Is that a useless power? like, let's talk about how things have changed from the pulp world that the X-Men were born in, into, like, where we are now with with um, Omega level mutants. Like, when when you had the Phantom and the Shadow running around, Ouch. like, a dude with angel wings is pretty fucking wild, man. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Dude, <laughs> But, they tried to, they, you're right, because they tried to still make him relevant by giving him, like, eagle vision, and the hollow mm-hmm. bones, and then they tried to turn him into a healer, like an angel, like, yeah you're, right. yeah, you're totally
2: right. <laughs> Hold on, like I want to touch upon like what, what you guys are talking about too, like oh, yeah, the religion impressed. stuff. Um yeah, I also thought it was interesting like how fear played a, a big part in a lot of those uh encounters, right? Like you know, um A train offing uh, Popclaw, you know, he's you know, he's afraid for her and stuff, afraid of what she knows. And uh you know, uh, uh Huey, when he encounters Homelander, like there's a very palpable fear there. Moth uh, talking to her to her partner in, in, mainly with like uh you know out of fear of possibly losing her fucking humanity right in, in in after the whole airplane sequence from the episode before uh starlight you know battling with the with the fear of end repercussions of what might happen if she goes out and and you know tells her her truth and then uh you know homelander right like homelander coming up and you know speaking on trump you know catering to those conservative fears right about you know talking about foreigners and 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 all that stuff and and kind of just really just going into on their fears to kind of further his goal you know and then you know the babies uh, what was it they were they were saying was it a polio vaccine right they were they were masking compound yeah. b as a as a polio vaccine i mean that baby baby cyclops ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man that's, that was that was man that's tight. So, um, did, we,
4: did you catch the part where, like, like when the eye laser stopped, he shook the baby? <laughs> he shook the yeah, baby like,
2: come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah.
0: on. He's, <laughs> like, two seconds away from smacking it in the back of the head. Like,
2: yeah, yeah man. Oh, dude. No, I think that that's pretty cool how they did it. Um, it's just very um, sinister and subtle, right? Uh, and uh, just very low-key, very, like, you know, conspiracy theory. You know, just straight up. Like, hey, these, these vaccines – don't it's like the anti-vaxxer stuff like these vaccines don't necessarily make your kids autistic they make your kids like superheroes right you know that it's just you know i i really i really like that that they snuck it in they weren't recruiting these folks or anything like that it was just hey we're just sneaking this stuff out there as a polio vaccine and you know we'll 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 come up on whoever gets anything you know so this idea of love and this idea of denied love and this idea of
1: false love this idea of false messiahs uh all runs through this the religious aspect in the comic is also um much more let's say let's say perverted i guess like like <laughs> they know they're doing wrong like they definitely like know that they're up to something but they're putting putting false fronts on and that plays out later in some of the uh in, in what some of the bigger payoffs
4: it's uh, like
1: uh with tony starks told
4: captain america everything amazing about you was made in a bottle <laughs> it's like yeah that's it's crazy so once butcher finds figures that out he's like oh i got all of these fools i still think yeah. it's gangster how butcher talks to these fools like you know like he has superpowers like he's homelander or something yeah like, yeah you know what i'm saying like like he ain't scared of them he's it's, he's completely flipped it you know yeah. what i'm saying? He, he, he's, nah, got yeah. pop, he's got Popclaw scared. You know. <laughs> oh, but, but
0: before we leave the religion thing, I do want to say one last thing that I would totally go to a Capes for Christ. Uh, <laughs> I just want to see who shows up. Everyone's wearing capes. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so episode six <laughs> is all these PR videos, right? We get to see. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see like the machine working for each one of these individual characters. But the beauty of it is you also get to see when the camera turns off and then turns back on. So you literally get to see behind the scenes and then become the viewer in this world watching the commercial and then see behind it. So like, you know, you were talking about seeing behind the curtain before, mm-hmm. I believe, like looking behind, you know, Oz, like seeing the great Oz behind the curtain. Like we're seeing everything right now. And all the shit you see is, is uh, pretty awesome. And then Seth Rogen pops The up. Deep's Apology. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. That I think that that's the end of the, of all of their PR things, and it it hits that head where it's like even the finished product is shitty, as the, <laughs> as as the behind the scenes product because they can't they can't fix how bad this dude is.
1: Credit to the character who plays the deep because he makes himself very unlikable without being hated. Like I don't hate him, but he's just very very unlikable, and it's not until you get done with it you're like you dislike the actor and that's good acting because i was like oh, i don't think i actually don't
0: like you but
1: <laughs> like i don't like you
0: i know it's like uh when we when we were talking about palm springs the girlfriend mm-hmm. from Palm springs like she just does a great job of making you not like her but i don't not i don't hate her i don't look at yeah. her and like oh, i don't like you but she does right, such right. a good job of delivering that yeah and uh, i know what you mean 100 cool. percent.
2: yo but what about like starlight like, confront like confronting uh Madeline, right about that, like really sticking, Ooh. digging her heels in. I thought that was a really, like, just a nice, intense scene. Like, hey, you know, like she's really coming into her own. You know, she's like standing up. She sees what the machine is, you know, and and, and you know, it's it's costing her her soul. Or it's a battle for her soul, right? To to really yeah. give into this machine, and she just digs in her heels. And she's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I won't be wearing the outfit too. And you know, and, and Madeline tries it, shifts it comes at her logistically or or like remote coming at the boss and she just dug her heels in it's you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be a good look for for you to you know get rid of your superhero after she comes out and says that you know yeah. I'm like man that's really dope she
3: did that well she used the machine she 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 basically i mean they she she tried the whole blackmail thing and she was like well how's your company gonna look after I got fired mm-hmm. and your like own public your man. own abused me one of your own basically sexually abused me how's that going to look for your company how's it going to look for your ratings see it's just called using it's just called using the whole politics and although she didn't want to do it it, it it came to the point of her her own morality It's like i know deep down she had to do it but she you know she had to stand up for herself I mean, and then vaught used it. it
0: it's definitely used not the starlight it? it's not the starlight we saw in episode two or three, because also after that scene is not she's in the elevator with Queen Maud or Queen Maeve, and she's just yeah. like, hey, I used to believe in you, but I realized someone wrote your script, and you probably didn't do any of that, and then she just walks out, and like...
2: Yeah, dude, she went in hard, bro. Like, yeah, she thought she was hot movie.
4: shit until she recognized Madeline took her whole speech, and then created a freaking another TV show out of it. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's,
0: that's why she's like, they, the, you know, they always win, they do always win, but... You know, those little victories, I know we're not jumping ahead yet, but those are things that ends up uh, building who she's going to become. So Um, I guess also, like, one of the last things we get in uh, last episode, episode six, is uh, you start to see Madeline's control, the way she's starting Mm. to start controlling Homelander uh, and Starlight. And you see Homelander bend. She's obviously able to manipulate him better. Starlight, maybe she could have before the speech, but after that speech, which we didn't touch upon yet, that speech kind of uh, yeah, rings the bell, it rings the bell, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, I think Madeline Stilwell's character is, is expertly crafted. Uh, again, this is one of those big gender swaps that they have from the comic into this world that normally I think would be causing an uproar because Stilwell in the comics is much more of a Max Lord kind of figure, um, uh, trying to you know, manipulate and push the, you know, pull the strings on the heroes, but like the way that they have Stillwell do it and they do it through this sexual maternal control dominance, like, if everything Captain Janeway did was, like, wrong. Like, mirror, mirror Janeway. Um, I could not imagine that in my head. <laughs> and and uh, it's dope because throughout the entire time, you're like, what does she have? Like, this dude can kill her at any moment. Like, what does she have that's, like, allowing her to be this confident, like, this strong? And, you know, part of it is just her cocksuredness. And, like, you know, like... Um,
0: I assume she knows how he was raised too,
1: yeah, she's clearly informed on how he's raised, but he's still homelander,
0: yeah, no, no, for sure, for
1: sure you know like like just because you have the behind the scenes on something, you know doesn't mean that you're gonna sure. you know have the wherewithal you're not doesn't mean you have you have what it takes to manipulate and control that person, especially when that person can throw you to the moon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're, Just because you have inside information doesn't mean your horse is going to win the race. Um, uh, Are we remember going to
4: talk about the fact that Elizabeth Shue got like, you know what I'm saying, her, her. She's banged the Karate Kid, Marty McFly, and Homelander. And <laughs> Nicolas Cage. And, and
2: Nicolas Cage, what?
4: Okay, I'm sorry, that was just, that was off topic, but that's one of the things I was thinking as I'm hey, watching hey, it, I'm like. Nah, you that, was, that
2: was a very, I <laughs> recognize <laughs> that too, though. So it's a very <laughs> important call-out. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, superhero PTSD uh, circle. <laughs> mm. You really learn a lot about the butcher in that. Listen, scene. yeah, the butcher.
4: Did. Forget the butcher,
0: homeboy. Oh, they banged. broke off
1: that <laughs> they broke ice off Liquid nitrogen. Ice
2: what? What? And it snapped off. But it it, it kind of does answer a question, like yo, what happened if one of these like. You know they kind of touch upon it right you always wonder hey how do you know Lewis lane and lois lane and Soups get it on right like he's yeah. super powered bro and 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 this gives it a real world twist to it like hey it'll snap your dick off
0: yeah. shotgun through the back i believe is what they say in mall
2: <laughs> but yeah like like what you're saying though like man butcher really shines through in in his fucking determination right like yo she's not dead she's not out she's still out there bro goes and smashes that fucking headstone and then you have that circle scene where it's like no dude like you guys are all fucking doing this wrong you guys should be out there fighting i should be out there angry as fuck, not sitting here feeling sorry for yourself <laughs> yeah it's she like, said Man, i, I wish she
4: was more gentle on my spine <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's right oh my
4: god wait so the the, the thing is butcher got mad range though because he goes from like angry you know what I'm saying? And then you got the scene where he's sitting down in the park and he's telling the story about what happened to this girl and how Homelander, you know, Homelander raped her and, like, it's it's real sad. You know what I'm saying? He's shedding tears and this is the dude who's been nothing but, like, you know what I'm saying, macho anger, you know what I'm saying, Hulk smash for now six episodes and then finally you get this moment where he gets real, gets down into his emotions, all into his feels and uh, my whole, the whole time I'm thinking, man, his, his range is dope. Like, he's he's really making you feel why he's the way he is
0: yeah i mean i I think i think they all they did a really good casting job and everyone feels like a genuine person they all have like flaws they all have strengths and then they just kind of live somewhere in the middle and you know that's just that's real life i think that's the beauty of the show is that you, you watch it and i think some people would be like i know it's based on a comic book but Fuck, this shit's pretty like realistic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just, it, but it is. It is. Normally, I would hear someone say that and be like, "Shut up, man! What the fuck are you talking about?" But I could oh tell my you- guys on this. If, if I didn't,
4: if I didn't see you say that and I had my eyes closed, I would picture you having a ponytail in
0: a basement with glasses. Exactly. Like, okay. And a ripped gray t-shirt. And your and,
2: and, you, and, you, and your hair from last episode, not this one.
0: <laughs> well, there'd be Damn. a ponytail in the back. <laughs> Ponytails in the back. Yeah, the, he, the smallest he, ponytail <laughs> of all time, just like you just see the scrunchie. Uh, I guess another, like, just kind of funny side note to this episode was the Heroes for Headlighters con with uh, <laughs> Haley Joel Osman. And you kind of just see... It's It says headliners, but, you know, it's like, what's her name from American Pie? It's like, there's no one famous yeah. there. None of them are headliners. And then having him kind of be an inside, like, tongue-in-cheek joke that he's a headliner because he's not. It's also a former child actor. And then have him be this character who was a child actor in the TV shows. Uh, it was it was kind of cool. It, it was funny. And, uh, you know, his, his relations with everything, it wasn't – it could have easily been – it's a weird element to introduce at this point, six episodes in, because there hasn't really been this kind of like lighthearted comedic element almost.
1: There really hasn't been, but you're right. There's this level of meta that is repeated. The element is repeated in the second season when you had <laughs> one elemental playing another elemental. Interesting. Interesting which is also using the same meta of like us having to know what the world is like in our world. So it's very interesting that the writers are taking the time, like, you know, they're taking the time to be like, we want to cast specific people into these roles and, um, and they do a great job slotting them in there. And uh, like you said, it's done tongue in cheek but they quickly bring it down again. Don't, don't, get, don't enjoy yourself too much. Yeah, sure. <laughs> It'll
0: quickly, quickly come back down. Lighthearted is very short on this show. Um,
3: I mean, let's talk about the flaw, well, B- Billy's flaw. B- Billy has – he shows character developing here, but he also shows a flaw as well too, though. I mean, for – I mean, we see his reason, yeah. and I, I dig his reason. But the one thing me personally I don't like is basically he's just a because too
0: much, too much atrocities
3: Well, 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 well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's got reasonable hate. I like atrocities. more. More Guy Gardner with the red ring, with the oh, red I agree, I agree. ring. But I agree. yeah, but yes, the thing right. is, it has to that hate has to make sense. Where it's just like, hey, you know what? Homelander raped my wife, so you should hate all suits. But he doesn't understand the fact that a not every soup is like homeland.
1: Hmm, I didn't think about it like that. No, no. Well, I appreciate you pointing that out. But
2: mean he's person. Magneto. He's Magneto to Huey's Professor X, bro. Like he's just it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, they like, do he have looks like Huey
0: in between them too, though. So yeah, I could see that's a good comparison.
2: Yeah, and then and then you know, like he sees everybody as like. Weaklings because they're so like in their emotions about you know all, all the stuff that's going on and, and 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 they don't have the they they lack the the gall or the balls to like really drive forward. But he's just as weak because he's just as driven as, by emotion as anybody else. You know, it, it's just his motion is just different, and uh, it's 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 just it's all consumed. It's he's consumed by it completely, right? Like, and to the point where it's like he's almost the. The antithesis of them, right? He's just he's almost lost
3: all of his humanity. He's a reverse um, homelander,
2: the, yeah. He's, he's, he's like he's the reverse, the reverse yeah. homelander,
4: yeah. Because homelander,
3: homelander thinks humans are weak, but Billy Butcher's like the reverse homelander because he hates all soups, yeah.
4: Yeah,
3: and yeah he's, and he, li- and he's, he's
4: not weak. weak at all. He's not, yeah, yeah he you know who Huey is in this, right? Huey's Bilbo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Baggins. No, for real. he's Bilbo Baggins right he's the he's the thief he's he's the the non the non uh fighter non warrior that's necessary for the mission to be completed that's who he is right i
0: only don't like it because that calls Frenchie samwise <laughs> well, not, 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 not. no 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 not
4: frodo bilbo oh, okay. no, we're talking the hobbit bilbo. not lord oh, of the rings oh
0: got you got wasn't the actor who plays the butcher in lord of the rings i don't know in in yeah <laughs> he, was. Yes. he was he was yes. in the yep. right? he was fellowship right yes he Karl he Roman, was
4: yeah. um no, no, no. He was.
0: He the one that betrayed them, or is he in the second? No, no. he's in the second. He was one of the. He was, he was one of, the,
2: was one of the guys that he was one. Yeah,
0: the. Eom, I, think Eomer. Eomer. I think he was the Omer. I think he was the
4: The one of the riders of Rohan, the one who got who got banned.
3: Let's let's talk about Butcher's tactics and you know how his you know how his hate is as far as like, it is understandable again because let's touch on the fact that, Huey talked him into giving you know. Huey has that human emotion where he can talk Butcher down. And sometimes Huey is wrong. He was wrong about Mesmer. Because look what happened. Yeah. Mesmer is the whole reason, the whole reason why they're wanted. That's the wrong that's that's that's
2: that's what's up with humanity. That's that's it's, that's the only it's problem. Flawed. It is flawed. It's flawed. See, back to the Lord of the Rings reference. Like, I think that. Starlight and Huey are the One Ring, bro. Like it's a their souls are the One Ring, you know. And on one end you have Sauron, trying to get that ring back. On the other hand, you have humanity also wanting the ring, but you know, and just a small, caval you know, small group of guys just, just see that. get rid of it, man. You know, so yeah, good
0: now was... my,
4: my my Lord of the Rings nerddom goes deep. <laughs> I've read the Silmarillion. <laughs> no.
3: Multiple I'm times. sorry. I'm sorry. That's I'm a nice sorry, comparison. Bro. I'm sorry. That's nice
0: comparison. Any last thoughts? Anything you want to say? Uh, I just think that
3: everyone made
1: some great points in this episode. Uh, Night Thrasher always, you killing it.
4: So Black Noir with the darts and the daggers, that was sick. Like uh, I, I, I think she, I'm. Go ahead.
2: But she's going in like raw, right? Like she's just like, dude, like you know, all for the compassion. Like earlier, I think it was in was it episode five where she tried to kill Frenchie, right? But, you know, mm-hmm. that human compassion, that, that European compassion that, that we talked about last, last episode, it pays off finally, right? Because, you know, here she he is him. about to get about to get fucking annihilated. Yeah, and she comes in and just clutches it out and, you know, does the ultimate sacrifice as far as, you know, he's concerned, right? That, you know, she gives up her life for, to save him and help him get away. And and you know, luckily she regenerates, right? Like that's, I just thought that was really dope. Like how you know, it just comes full circle, and it gives us a it gives us a dope fight. Like we could finally see, like for real, like Noir, like all this stoic. I don't say shit, you know. He's he's like very
0: bat- he's very Boba Fett in that scene where they're trying to look stuff up at the fucking uh at the police commission or whatever yeah. to get background, and he's just there, arms folded, just walking, listening. There, It's very see, Boba Fett. See,
2: and it's funny you say that because at the like the first few episodes, I was like, "This guy is like Boba Fett. He's just gonna look cool and not do shit," you know. And finally get to see him do something. It's like, oh, okay, he's not Boba Fett. He's you know something else. But like, yeah, I just thought that was really well done. Her being, her having the ability to regenerate herself makes sense on how they were harvesting Compound V from her, like so much without her, you dying. know, dying right. Uh, um, and I just thought it was just, you know, don't... They to foreshadow her,
4: that power. Her, they do, her ability, they do foreshadow that power because a, A-Train for show was dribbling her head off that subway wall for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
0: yeah. a great way to put it.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah. He dribbled her head off that subway wall for like 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> and then, like, then they cut away when, you know, people are like, oh, it's A-Train. He leaves and they go to her. And then all of a sudden she's just standing there like, What's, mm-hmm. what's his like name? The, for like, like, the, video? like the like the like the Supersaurus in Jurassic Park Three when they hear the phone and they look back and he's standing there like he, he, was,
0: dribb- <laughs> he, he was dribbling her head like the Bone Collector from m One. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> bone Collector <laughs>
4: for sure, for sure. Or like right before James Harden step back then them them, them, them hard dribbles right before that step back.
3: Oh, that step back, <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> <For sure>. uh, <laughs> we, I got the tried. Batman feel. I got the Batman feel from Black No, and no. Hard. no for Bo- sure. I mean, yeah. that's who he is. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Yeah. He is, you know, I didn't right. think about the Boa Fett one, but now I think about him. Like, yeah, a little
0: bit. That's yeah. true. Or Snake I Eyes. Just,
3: snake Eyes. As snake well. Eyes. Ooh. Snake Eyes. A little bit more because it's like he doesn't talk, but he gives that feel. Like, man, I gotta talk to you. I'll fuck you up. I'll like, talk to you. If I don't want to talk to you, I'll, I'll just beat you. Up. I don't want to talk to you. Like, who is yeah? You? <laughs> that whole introvert, but that mad introvert. I like that though.
0: Who's your hat representing?
3: Oh,
4: um, my boy plays my son. My oldest son plays baseball at uh, Valley city college in North Dakota. Oh. So that's oh, what this okay. is. Yeah. yeah. you talking? So about- I'm repping, I'm repping my son's baseball team.
0: Damn.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm that old. I got a son playing baseball in college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> props, Damn. Props. All right. On that note, I uh, can't wait for these next two episodes, which will be the last episodes of this season be a lot of stuff to talk about. I remember we were talking about totally different things in the last episode. Frenchie being dope, stuff like that. Now we're mm. talking about religion and love. I don't know what's going on with this show. It goes all over the place. But I'm super excited to be talking with these guys. Can't wait. Uh, we'll finish it off, get ready for season two. The, pen, the penultimate in the season finale yeah. is going to be lit. Hilden. The ultimate. Um, all right. On that note, the editor San Antonio, late. Boba Fresh, San Francisco.
1: Really appreciate everyone. Episodes five and six, The Boys, as we make our way through this. Really enjoy and appreciate everyone. Check us out at We Roll Deep Podcast, the Geek Out page on Facebook, and good to geek out YouTube. Peace. Nice. Big
4: Greg, Nino Brown, West Hills.
3: (laughs) Jab, Night Thrasher from Los Angeles, California. Signing off. This is Glenn from Washington State.
2: All right.